so 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 agree with you I don't know if you're not you're not seeing I'm giving her like the bow pose uh I so agree with you because we're, we're partnering and I want to put that shameless plug out there we are not here to compete at all we want to collaborate 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 mm -hmm. and we are partnering with some young people who are doing some work with college with uh, sorry high school students mm -hmm. And I, you know, because we can't be the, we're just here like, okay, let's all lock arms. Let's all do this because there are other people in the world who are looking to do great things and to shape education and learning and bring it back home. Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome to Empower Her Money podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan speaker, best-selling author, serial entrepreneurs, and we talk all things money and business. Today's episode is sponsored by freemoneytipsbook.com. Head over to that website, get your free ebook on seven steps to get you started on your financial journey. On today's episode, I am interviewing Dr. Crystal Gifford, and she's going to talk about how we help our teens and young adults bridge the gap between school and their skills. Hello, Dr. Crystal. Welcome to Empower Her Money podcast. How are you today? Hi, Angela. Thank you so much for inviting me. I am thrilled to be here. I, I'm really, really good. Thank you. Good. Awesome. Well, I would love for you to start off with your story and your journey and kind of how you got to what it is that we're going to be talking about what you're doing today. Absolutely. So uh, the long, long story short of how I got here is I, uh, you know, I started at 14, I became interested in money. I found out that, hey, people could learn this stuff and actually not have to move out of their house into the basement of a church to keep their dad's dream alive. You could actually have both. And so I became interested in money. And uh, by 19, I took a personal finance class, found that place for me. And Fast forward, I accidentally stepped in and became a professor. So I was I was passionate about money. I was passionate about learning what you could learn and that can change your life. And I ended up becoming a professor, which gave me a 20 some year career to really bond with the 18 to 25 age range to to really watch how life has evolved us through the generations and I just watched how education became like further and further and further in a gap between what it was providing and what life required of those students who were graduating. So that's really how we got here today to be uh, with College Reimagined and looking at an alternative to just choosing college. That's awesome. Very similar paths because you and I are on the same belief system that there is definitely a lack and a gap when it comes to financial education. So I love that story. I love what you're doing now. So talk a little bit about your business and what you provide. Thank you for asking. So we provide an alternative. You know, the, the consensus in the world when you're graduating high school is either you go to college or you go get a trade and create a job or a career in that way. And we just believe that that's different then you know the world has changed and we're in a gig economy and there are youtubers what's the education model for someone who gets famous on youtube there's nothing there for that except for from the youtube itself so the merging of higher education with what's actually happening in the world is what we really came to do which is creating that third option which is alternative it's 
it's centric from the student rather than here's this a wheel of 12 things choose one and make yourself fit it's like let's dive deep into who you are and what you have to offer the world and then let's look around and find out where we can plug that in to the world where you can get paid and the world can be a better place awesome and what are some of those opportunities that they have that they can choose from within your company well, one of our one of our favorite our, our curriculum is designed to go deep in with the student, and we use a mentorship model once they're clear. So, uh, one of the examples in just the intro call with one of our recent enrollees for for the course for the next cohort, uh, we we really believe in that marriage. And Justine Musk was cited recently in in claiming this, but that marriage of the skills of who you are, rather than become so focused on a thing. It, it's the marriage of the skills. So recently we had a student who was like, I don't really think I have anything valuable. I just really like sitting with older people and making sure they're taken care of. And so I have this home health care, but I did cosmetology, but I don't really know what to do with it. And mm -hmm. in that one, it, just in the enrollment call, we found this marriage of those two things that she loves. And she's already playing and toying with a new model, which is serving those elderly people, the seniors, but these are people who really need someone. They can't get out of the house. They're kind of stuck at home and serving them to make them have that beautician come to them. And, and so we're just igniting who they are. And it really comes, you know, the, the question is, how do we offer it? We really don't. We mine it out of them. We, we have curriculum and structures that mine out of them who they are and what they will be and how that will look in the world, because my goodness, we do not have all those answers. Yeah, I love that success story too. And it's really like you're finding out what is your talent, what is your passion, and then how do we create, you know, either a job or a business or create, a, you know, a career out of what it is that you like to do, because then you're you're opening their eyes to other opportunities, which is great, because if you go to a traditional college, you're not going to find that. They're going to just say, pick from this list, right? <laughs> That, you know, and, and to be fair, the institution grew so big that they had to find a way to fit it all to get everybody served. And we kind of got away from the mentorship model, which means we're saying everybody should fit here. And if you have something special or gifted, go figure that out somewhere else. And, and that's okay, because college does what college promises. And it puts you on a path to specialize in a career, gives you some general education to be well-rounded. It does that. But if you want to narrow in rather than on finance, but into Angela or Crystal, then then it's just a different game. And in fact, we find that we're a really great supplement to universities who have a lot of freshmen who are just there, but they mm -hmm. don't really have a clue what they want to do with it because in tangent, these can really become power plays. But now you're getting a degree with intention and with purpose and a, a path that really means something to you versus, um, okay, which road, which road, that one. And guessing and hoping, and there's no wishing and hoping. And more importantly, we really love the idea of finding that core of who you are because the world is gonna ask different things of us in different seasons. Mm -hmm. So being prepared with the core so that maybe it's finance for a while. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, that's easy for me. I want a challenge and you find yourself being in art and how does finance and art come together? And then you find out that people can actually make better choices when they engage both sides of the brain. And so you're like, oh, I'm going to bring art to finance. So whatever that is, that becoming of who we are is what allows new things to emerge and evolve 
into the world. Yeah. And as a mother, my daughter is a junior in college. So sometimes I find it difficult to help her choose her path because I'm mom. And while mom can be great in many things, she still wants to be independent and pick it out herself. But to have a company like you, to have someone like you that's so passionate about helping people to bring you in, like you said, and kind of work alongside that college degree to help her figure out what is it that she wants to do in life without it coming from mom. So I really like that part too. That is so on point. In fact, my business partner's son, now that we've engaged and I've been able to engage with him, he's more interested. And she was like, I'm not going to talk to him about it because it can't come, even though it's ours and it's amazing and we built the thing. It's like, it can't come from mom. But once he was doing it, yes, come to the open house for me. I'd like your feedback on how I'm doing. And boom, now he engaged. He had, he was coming back inspired the same day. And if anything excites me about all of this, it's that every single time we touch a young person's life, we watch them light up like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's okay to have this weird thing or this quirk or this nuance or to explore that. I mean, it's not really, you know, it's not a path that someone gave me and then they get inspired and you start to see the light come out of them and things that I could never dream of being able to do. These young people are so capable and it's, it's Mm -hmm. just an exciting life to to feel like we're the spark for them. Yeah. And for the listeners that may not be watching the video to see the light with you and the passion behind what you're doing. Like I can just see how happy and how much happiness it's bringing to you. So when you work with someone who's helping to almost like help the next generation and and create that future with them to have someone by them side, that's their cheerleader, that's helping them figure out what that focus is, but it's just so excited about what they're doing too. That I find incredible. So I, I really thank you for like this career and this business that you've chosen to help, you know, the next generation that's coming up and, and keeping them in the business, but also making sure that they're, they're finding their place too. Absolutely. And that that's kind of the idea. One of the core pieces of our curriculum is learning how to get paid who you are, to be who you are. And then you know, they learn how to be resourceful and find the things you need rather than just get, get it handed to you. Tenacity, uh, mental health, how do you navigate all of these pieces? But then they get to move into entrepreneurship and not everyone will be an entrepreneur. But mm-hmm. if you're going to be a doctor, maybe you'll work for a hospital and that's great. But what happens if you want to open your own practice? So it it goes in, in such, it, it just fills a gap that, and you know, I've been building this for my whole life and it's just now the world is ready for it. So yeah, you, you are right on point with the passion. Uh, I, I can't help but light up when, when I think about what is happening right now in the world and that these young people are ready. And, and the, what really excited me was the wall street journal cited that 50% of parents now are encouraging their kids not to go to college. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, that means parents are on board with getting more mindful and more purposeful, mm-hmm. and we're still going to need degrees in the world. And there still are positions that need degrees. So don't everybody stop and not mm-hmm. go to college. That's not the goal here, but be mindful, be intentional and Angela, as you know, this is a money choice, right? And the it used to be, oh, the wage gap is bigger with the college degree, but now they've done the time value of money and compared those and the wealth gap is not any bigger because of the opportunity cost of those years. Mm-hmm. So it really isn't like one is better or worse than the other. It's simply that not everyone fits everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have a bajillion churches. That's why we have all the different types of schools and private schools, even when public 
public is available and all of those varieties is because we're a rainbow people. We have lots and lots of colors and the world really is beginning. I, I say it's beginning to look at this from that progressive lens. I do see people rising up and parents saying, well, wait a minute. I know I went to college. I know that was like the standard when I was young, but maybe it's okay if my son or daughter is going to choose something different. Yeah. And what I heard from that too, is you're also encouraging people, if they're not entrepreneurs, that's okay. If your profession is going to be to go work for someone else, that's okay. So it's not like your program is tailoring them to one side or the other or college or not college. You're working with that individual to figure out where do you fit, you know, and maybe explore that. And it doesn't have to be permanent either, right? If they decide like, this is not the path for me, maybe they come back to you later and say, okay, let's reset. Where else could I utilize my strengths, my passions too? Exactly. And gaining those skills to be able to do that in their entire lives is so much more valuable than just choosing a path and doing the path. And then what happens if that path doesn't fit, but you have so much invested in it. So mm -hmm. if you've invested in the path of you, then there's no lost investment. You just, oh, okay, well, that was fun. And I gained a skill. You know, I learned piano. I'm never going to play piano, but now my fingers are have more dexterity, you know, like whatever it is where everything grows us and we get the chance to, to allow that growth to come from, from within and who we are. So where do you see yourself going with the company in the future? How does it, how do you get to the next level with the company? Well, we're enrolling now for our first cohort. So this is, this is kind of fresh, even though I've done this curriculum one-on-one -on -one with students over the years, this is a fresh way to do it is to launch it as a school. So we're, we're enrolling our first cohort. Uh, we are following that divine guidance as it comes. Uh, we have little little magical pieces erupting every day. We have college reimagined day excursions led by our 18 to 25, 18 to 27. They can actually apply to be an ambassador. So our ambassadors lead these charges. It, we help them basically create a micro business, creating day excursions for people to learn a skill and have fun. And that's really our premise. We always want to be having fun. Nothing sticks if it's boring. And that's for all of us. I don't care how academic you are. Yes, I have a doctorate, but if I'm bored, I tune out too. And it's not about whether how smart or whatever when you tune in or out. It's about interest. So rather than saying, no, you have to learn it, we say, Ooh, how can I make this enticing for you? I've had a, tra a track record for 24 years of students coming to me and saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much I use this in my real life. I would have been a finance major if I would have found this as a freshman. You know, like all these little nuances and all I do is make it about them. It's the same thing we say in business and in marketing and education is the same. Stop making it like, here's the thing, be good and learn the thing and make it like, hey, here's some knowledge that can help you step out into the world in a more powerful way. And when we begin to, to foster that in where it fits into the lives of what they're already interested in, this isn't work. It becomes play. And then there's no forcing anything. It's just allowing and letting it open and blossom because young people are poised and ready. And I've heard people say that they're disengaged, but let me tell you, it is the opposite. They're just waiting for that moment when they feel they have the right message, the right voice, the right set of circumstances that they can be heard because they're so smart. Yeah. They are so smart. 
I've heard that too. You know, a lot of people complain about the younger generation. They don't want to work or they don't want to do this or that. It's just because they grow, they're growing up in such a different environment. And whereas like when I went to school and I got my first job, we didn't talk about fun. We didn't talk about passion. We just talked about how do you pay your bills, right? And so this next generation has this opportunity to have both, to be able to create income, but not be like so monotonous in what they're doing. They're finding their passion. So I love that you're encouraging that because I've heard the negativity around, you know, the younger generation, but I don't see that either. I see them as just like, how do I fit in this world with where I'm growing up right now? Because it is so different now than it was, you know, 20 years ago when, you know, 25 years ago when I was in college, it's so different. Yeah, I believe as each generation embraces that we're not here to judge, you know, the, the judgment coming from Gen Z to what they call boomers. That's a judgment, right? But that came from a judgment that was coming at them. And so it's it's this bouncy ball back and forth. And I think as we evolve and as we focus more on opening up what is good about the next generation, then we train that because education is the foundation of everything. People learn how to be. We were we are born and then we look to our parents. The only thing we know how to do is cry and look for food, right? And we come out and it's like, uh, what do I do? And everything else is learned. So if we start in education, allowing the blossoming versus the boxing and the conditioning, then what could the world have in yeah. the next 10 to 20 years? Yeah, or 100 years, who knows, right? Yeah. yeah. And timelines are so fast these days. Who knows what, what it will really be or what it will take, but I'm really excited to be a part of that. And so what I see with College Reimagined is continuing that, growing our courses, growing our cohorts, uh, offering these day excursions. Uh, there's a knock on the, you know, like that shoulder knock when you're like, no, no, I don't know. For a summit, potentially an education summit. Uh, we'll see if the divine wants to make that happen. That is not my lane, but I am happy to be the, the hands that make it come forward. So, uh, th the direction is really up in the air in some ways we have, I have lots of grand vision and partnerships in mind, and I really want to be mindful of not forcing any five-year plan on this because it's, it's organically, our day excursions happened organically. I took some students and we did a thing and it worked out really well. And I was like, wow, you can learn a lot in a day while you're having fun. So it, it became, oh, we're doing this. And I really want to allow for that because I think that after we've got the first two to three classes, they're going to show us, they're going to say, this is how we evolve this thing. And they're going to take ownership of it. And then it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm in the passenger seat now. And, and I really look forward to that because I'm retired. You know, I was retired and finished and I, this came forward and it is something, as you can tell, I have a lot of passion. So I said, mm -hmm. am I ready for this? Took a couple of weeks to decide and here we are. <laughs> yeah. Talk about the excur excursions a little bit. I'm curious to know, what does that look like? Cause it is in person with the youngers. Um, what do they, what do they do during the excursion? Yeah, so these are really exciting, especially because they were born organically. So you pick an excursion. So our ambassador will choose. Right now, the ambassador is me, and we have a people who are training. <laughs> so I'm acting as the ambassador currently. But your ambassador takes a choice. Like in your local town, say there's a really cool museum, or in Miami, people like to go on yacht parties a lot. So anything that would be interesting to someone 18 to 25. And you create an outing, like an excursion. And then I've created this 
series of micro lessons. So it's like one skill, one idea that you're going to open up during that day. So you go off, you have fun for the day. You, uh, you know, that, that leader is kind of setting the stage. So then, okay, today we're going to learn how to use our voices and ask questions when we aren't sure about something rather than just sitting by and quietly. So depends on the group too, and what, you know, what this person wants to attract, what skill they would work on. And so you pick the skill, you go do something fun. And at the end, these students then are invited to our community to become part of the membership to, you know, to, to, to basically hang out on our campus and to start testing and seeing if it's for them. And I'm really excited about what just launched. And again, this came organically. That's why I said I'm not putting anything down that's got to be because our latest thing, we found it was a little bit of a jump to go from, hi, nice to meet you to let's spend a year together, just like marriage, right? You don't just yeah. marry on the second day. Uh, we were so excited, you know, we, we launched the curriculum and it's working in our network, but to reach those who maybe haven't found us and want to taste first, we've developed the Life Launch Sweet Spot Accelerator. Hmm. And so in that, we take students in a four-hour block of time. They, hmm. they come into the class in four hours, they develop, if you're familiar with the, the Japanese term, the ikigai, hmm. not like the ikigai, but the ikigai, hmm. <laughs> it's a, a term, I-K-I-G-A-I, I believe. And that really is about finding your central, like, the from from your own essence. So it's who who you are in the world. So what is what are you good at doing? What do you love? What does the world need? And what is the world willing to pay for? And so we've adapted our version of that into this age group. Mm -hmm. And so we take them through this process so that they can identify just one thing. They don't have to find their life purpose, mm -hmm. just one thing where they could actually go and get paid. And so while you're figuring out your journey, you're earning money on our campus. When they come for our year long program, they can't graduate if they haven't documented $6,000 worth of earnings. Oh. So they have to transfer that into the world. Mm -hmm. And so we do that process with them. We spend about 90 minutes with the students getting that and then their next three to five steps, not their whole life plan. Mm -hmm. Here's who I am and what am I going to do with this information in three to five steps? And then they have about 30 minutes to take a break, prepare, and then the parents come back and the students will present to their parents their plan. Mm -hmm. And so we're really excited about that because we feel like it feels, I guess, a little bit like a ministry to me. Because I believe that when we begin to communicate and when the parents can hear from the voice of the student and the student can feel heard and seen, the world is just going to open up to that because I believe we're speaking the same language. <laughs> it's just, or, let me say this differently. I believe we're saying the same thing, but we're speaking a different language. And so the parents are going, but I want this for you. And the student is saying, but I want this for me. And really they're saying the same things. Yeah. I want my well-being. I want you to be happy. I want you to be in choice. And so rather than fighting against that, when the student gets to eloquently present to that parent or that guardian, or sometimes students have benefactors, someone who just wants to invest in their well-being, they get to present their plan to them. And that I feel like is going to be our secret sauce because we're really, really good at that piece. Yeah. Cause then that person's fully invested, supporting, understanding what it is that they want to do. So that's, that's critical too. And I could see this potentially in the future, the universe allowing for it to happen um, with high schools, you know, being able to get with the students at the high school level, 
before they get to college to help them choose the right route because you know student loan debt is just astronomical and out of control parents trying to pay for students while paying for themselves while paying for maybe their parents is quite difficult and college is not getting any cheaper so it'd be amazing if they can help figure out the right route for them before they make it to the college level oh gosh i so 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 agree with you i don't know if you're not you're not seeing i'm giving her like the bow pose uh i so agree with you because we're, we're partnering and i want to put that shameless plug out there we are not here to compete at all we want to collaborate 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 mm -hmm. and we are partnering with some young people who are doing some work with college with uh sorry high school students mm -hmm. and i you know because we can't be the, we're just here like okay let's all lock arms let's all do this because there are other people in the world who are looking to do great things and to shape education and learning and bring it back home and yes, absolutely. I, I believe that what we're doing is, is beginning the spark that will, you know, we have our candle and someone else has their candle and together we're going to just march and keep lighting candles and the world is going to get brighter and brighter. Uh, I, I just mark my words, you let us open up these young people and it is game on for this world. Yeah. They Start are here so and just like affecting the rest of this planet to be able to have that same, you know, where education is available to be able to have that kind of impact on those kids before they go out into the real world. Completely. And it, in fact, it's such, it's not even mine. I just want to be clear. This is not my project. I have been called forward to lead this project and I use, I have given my hands, my voice, my feet to it for this time. And it wants to be born in the world and to be, to blossom. And I was in Atlanta just to speak and I wasn't even speaking about this or trying not to. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I couldn't help myself because I'm so passionate about it. And someone who has a library in Africa, one of my dear friends came to this event. And so we, you know, we have partnerships forming that could look like what does this look like to deliver it in Africa? And I don't know which countries, I know she's in Ghana, I don't know which other countries in Africa, but a few of the nations in Africa are already anchored through her libraries. Mm. And so who knows? And you know, it's not the same curriculum. It's not the same culture. They don't need the same things in, in lands in Africa, perhaps as we need here. And mm. sometimes they do, but that's why I say we're not everything. We're here to partner because she could lead that charge and we could build infrastructure that allows so many people to take what they have in mind and the way they want to affect the world and get it out into the world without the struggle. This is our, you asked me about our vision. This is our real vision is to create an infrastructure and provide it so that no one goes, I want to start this passion, this business, this idea and I have to start all on my own. And what does social media look like? Mm -hmm. And what kind of legal stuff do I need? And what's an what's an accountant? Like just stop all of that and just <laughs> plug in. So that's our big, big grand vision right now is to create that infrastructure so people can plug in with their big vision and have the resources and you know, making it regenerative. And I've created a financial model for it. Like, how do we get it repaid? And so we have this model written and I'm probably um, revealing a little bit, a little bit too soon <laughs> here, you know, it, it's going to happen so fast. We may as well. So I just want to yeah. say that we're here to partner. Um, and if you have an idea where we can support, you know, you Angela with your empower her. Wow. How amazing to get more women 
the women of this planet are are the ones who are bringing us to life mm-hmm. with this college reimagined idea. It's the moms, it's the entrepreneurial women, it's the grandmothers, it's the young women who aren't mothers yet, but they already saw themselves go through this. And then it's the 21 year olds that we're meeting in the world. And they're going, yeah, I already see it. I want to help too. And people are doing amazing things. And so we want to be involved and and be a voice for all of you. So if you're listening and you have that vision or that charge going, reach out to us. We want to share both ways. And, you know, we don't have our big community yet, but perhaps by the time you hear this podcast, we'll have a bigger community. And so we can even put people in front of more guests and and all the things that, that make it valuable. Sounds good. All right, Dr. Crystal, I have a fun question for you um, as we start to wrap up here. If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Oh, I have known this one since I was a little, little girl in the car. Uh, my parents were, I, I really, they were hippies. Everybody used to ask me, were your parents hippies? And I said, oh no, they were super deep into Jesus. But it turns out we were Jesus hippies. We traveled the 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 towns, the different counties and all over. My dad would preach and sing. And we did this almost seven nights a week. So I found myself back then, and it holds to this day as a continued traveler, taking the message into the world, uh, it's teleportation. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just blink and be there, like the, the, I get it, the journey piece, but sometimes in travel, just imagine what we could create. If I could just be there and then there and then there, and so uh, that that one has been since a young, young girl and remains my superpower wish. Sounds good. All right, Dr. Crystal, if our audience wants to reach out to you, hear more about the program, help you along your journey, how do they reach you? Thank you so much for asking. So our website is collegereimagined.com. We have some free gifts there. Uh, you can go in and take our quiz and find your Gen Z life score. Have some fun, play around the campus and see what's there for you. And you can reach out to us too at support at lifelaunchcore.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time today. I truly appreciate it. And I know that you're just doing amazing things and impacting people. So I am grateful. I appreciate you, Angela. Thank you so much for sharing the voice. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Empower Her Money podcast. Make sure you leave me a five-star review, share this podcast, subscribe, and share the message.